Okay, it's Toby from Heavyweight MMA. Today with Quillin Solkeld. How are you, bro? G'day, Toby. I'm all good, thanks. Bro, with a, with only five years in the sport, and uh, is it four four MMA fights under your belt or five MMA fights under your belt? You're up in the top of the Australian scene, bro. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, five professional fights, but I've had uh, 11 amateur fights as well, plus yeah, a few more fights as well. Yeah, I noticed that one, bro. And, and of those guys you've fought, you've fought a couple of beasts as well, bro. Um, one that kind of sticks out in mind was back in your amateur days was um, Bayada. He's a he's a top fighter, man. I'm, he looks so dangerous. Yeah. Coming up against him, I'd be scared, bro, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that's why I grappled, man. Just shot from the bell, man. <laughs> that's yeah. it. That's it, man. Anyway, congrats on your recent uh, recent win at Eternal, bro. A lightweight belt holder now. Um, but I do hear from um, from David Martin is that the belt is actually um, haunted or something. It's jinx. So let's see how you go in the next one. What do you think about that? Have you heard heard yeah. that before? I have heard, but uh, yeah, the belt's in safe hands now. You know, it's going to be a long reign. That's it, man. Hey, um, so can you talk a little bit about your background? I know you you started out, you wanted to be a skater, you liked AFL, yeah, yeah. Uh, then you found your way into martial arts, bro. So what, what was the feeling when you first kicked off uh, in your training? Yeah, when I when I first started training, um, oh man, it was I just enjoyed it so much. Like uh I got I got to the point because I wanted to to play football and uh the the goal there was to get into the AFL. And then uh I reached a point where I really didn't know what to do. I was like on the ropes with both, like. But then, you know, I, I finally just decided just to, you know, hang up the boots and uh, put on the gloves instead. And uh, yeah, never turned back. And you know, yeah, just uh, really happy with that decision I made. Man, a common thread with uh, with guys that are success, successful in MMA or, or um, fighting arts is they they take to it like a duck to water. You know, they just suddenly. That's their life. They're focused on that entirely. Was that something that's true for you with martial arts or is that something true for you for anything you've sort of been interested in, like playing AFL, et cetera? Yeah, I, I've, a, I've a pretty like obsessive mindset. Like once I get into something, I, I, I can't think about anything else. And um, yeah, this MMA has just been like a, a long-term version of it. Yeah, talking about that, it kind of <laughs> touches on something else I read that you said you said your greatest – Ability is to absorb info and uh, learn and get better. So that's kind of probably joins in together with that obsessive sort of mindset, yeah. right? Yes, it does. Yeah, man, it, it's a bit of a short time. Thinking about like five years or so of training. Um, right, right now you're in the Australian scene. You're kicking ass. Do you think that'll affect anything at all later? Because you nowadays guys your age, some of them have been competing since they're like five years old in wrestling or whatever. Do you think you can keep up with those guys in the future when you get up to the big leagues? Yeah, of course, man. Yeah, man. I, I don't. I don't do this just to, you know, just to be the average fighter. You know, I do this to be the best. You know, I train twice a day every day. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, I've been training and competing for ten years. You know, that's a. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna compete with them, and I'm gonna beat them. Yeah, I noticed like your movement, man. I watched a little bit of training footage, and you've got a very uh fluent sort of uh athletic movement the way you the way you adapt to things and that and i heard you mention your last fight talking about grappling a little bit like that was probably your focus but then you just went out and starched him <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah we 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 kind of game plan for that for that you know we knew he was going to lead with his jab and uh yeah we we drilled 
you know, various different, you know, combinations depending on, on the range and, and, uh, and the distance, depending where those jabs coming from. So, you know, it went, once I seen it was loading up for that jab, you know, just, it just happened. Big overhand counter, right? It was a, was it a right overhand counter? Kind of a bit messy to watch. Like, yeah, it was like, it was a slip inside, right hand over the top. And then you follow up with a, with a hook. hook. Yeah, um, that's it, man. Hey, jumping back just a little bit, the um, you started training and uh, and you competed in a couple of different sort of combat sports, boxing and uh, BJJ. Um, just what was your sort of feeling about competing, man? Was that something that you felt good at? You felt naturally inclined? Did you feel nervous about it? What was your sort of take when you started? Yeah, I I originally wanted to compete just to you know just as a test, you know, like yeah, yeah. It was just, you know, like a like a rite of rite of passage. And I'll be doing this training and it's like, you know, time to you know, you gotta put it to the test. Because there's no point, you know, learning all this knowledge and not being able to use it. So yeah. I just wanted to just compete just for the just to, to test myself. Never been in that like kind of situation before. And then after the first one, you know, that feeling I just wanted to to go again. So, so the feeling of winning was good. What about the lead up, man? Like everyone faces things differently. I've I've talked to guys that feel really nervous before fights. Some guys even throw up before fight, some fights. Some guys don't even care at all. They feel nothing until they're in the ring. What, what's what's your sort of feeling? Yeah, I I get real nervous just as you know anyone does. You know, mainly that hits in the like in the the locker rooms pretty much before the fight. Like you know the weeks leading up, not not so much. Usually just happens. Yeah, you know, like as you like rock up to the venue on on fight day. Yeah, bro. And just uh, leading up to fights, man, I have some interest. I heard you talking about your breakdown of fighting. It's around two day, two times a day, Sundays off. But uh, how do you guys break down your training, and what sort of additional things do you do, like apart from just your generic training, uh, to you know maintain your body and etc. Yeah, well, uh, I. So yeah, Monday through Fridays, it's uh like twice a day. I do like pretty much all the or most of the classes, you know, at the gym. And um depending on how my body's feeling, I'll, you know, decide whether to go hard or to go light. You know, I do, yeah, ice baths, sauna, you know, I, I eat correctly. So I, I listen to my body well, you know, I know when to, you know, back off a bit and I know when to to push it, but I never really have like a full, you know, day off. It's mainly just it's mainly just you know tapering, tapering the the intensity. Man, when you say eat properly, um, do you have someone guiding you through that, or you just do it yourself? Uh, I, I do. I do a lot of my own research on that, so I do. Yeah, I pretty much take care of myself when it comes to the nutrition aspect. Any interest in the future in teaming up with some of those guys? Obviously, uh, the fight dietitian, etc., pretty big in the scene right now. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm open to that. Of course. Yeah. Hey Amen. Um, so you're from Luistro Combat Academy under Ramel Luistro. Um, can you give us a little uh, take on what the gym's like? What it's about? What's the general sort of feeling there? Yeah, it's a it's a very family like you know gym because we're we're a small gym, so everyone everyone knows each other like really well. So every time you come to the gym, you know it's all everyone's all all smiling, happy faces. You know, where, you know, everyone's like safe to train with. No one's, you know, there's no like spastics that are going to like, you know, hurt you when you train with them. So it's a very, it's a very, it's a very competitive, but safe training environment. And everyone just, you know, everyone loves each other in there. 
That's nice, man. And um, obviously, you're, you're competing with the best in Oz now. Who are your sort of key training partners that can keep you at that level that enough to maintain and go beyond that? Well, I train with like the Jones brothers. If you know Daniel and Luke Jones, yeah, they're um, oh, they're absolute weapons, man. You know, it's very hard to, you know, to win any sort of, you know, exchange with them. I also train with Cody Haddon, mm. as you know, he's a oh man, he's an absolute weapon. He's, yeah, two weight classes below me, and he's like toughest, you know, toughest round in the gym, pretty much. You know, I train with other guys, uh, Stephen Wong. We're like the same, pretty much build, and um. Yeah, there's a yeah bunch of guys. They're probably the main ones I I spar with at the moment. Yeah, man. Um, I jumping back again. I didn't ask like your upbringing, man. Um, the name Salkild as well. I, I looked had to look it up where it's from, man, because I never heard this name before. And uh, it's related related to the UK, right? Like some a place uh, from the UK or England or something. Yeah, I think it's um I think originally it's like Norwegian in. Yeah, if you go back further, but yeah, I've uh, I've done a bit of uh, research on that. Yeah, it's like from a uh, from a certain town in in the UK. And bro, where where you've grown up, I'm assuming you're from the Perth area. Um, yes. How is it there, man? Is it a rough sort of place? Is there much fighting in your childhood or anything like that, or you just took to it as a sport? Shit. Yeah, bro. Shit. You there, bro? I got you again. You just cut out yeah, there. Right. Oh, there okay, we go. Right. Back. It's all cool. I can edit out anything, so it's easy. Yeah, yeah I just yeah. I just mentioned so coming from Perth growing up, did you did you have many fights growing up or that part of the environment, or you just kind of took to it as a sport? Yeah, I just took to it as a sport. You know, I didn't, you know, not didn't grow up in any like real rough places, you know, like I, I've only I only spent like pretty much half, not even like a little bit of my childhood here in Perth. And I uh, spent most of it actually up in in Broome, in the northern yeah. part of WA. And uh, and yeah, I only pretty much moved down here properly when I was about seventeen. Yeah, to play Man. footy originally. Yeah. Man, Perth's doing well at the moment, right? Got some nice fighters yeah. coming up. Urseg had that beautiful yeah. performance yeah. the other day. Obviously, Jack Della Maddalena. You know, you've had your old yeah. fighters like Danny Green, etc. Up there, man. Now you're you're doing your part, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, we're, we're very slept on over here, you know. But everyone's gonna, you know, realize soon enough that uh, we're very, very high level out west. Man, I train with a guy from Perth every or a couple, two times a week, and I bash him all the time. So I'm kind of surprised that the Perth guys are such good fighters. <laughs> I had to put that. I had to say that for him because he watches. I <laughs> Man, so um, what do you see? You see your future as having a few fights, like uh, you, you mentioned four fights in in Eternal, probably trying to maintain the belt for four fights and then looking at some of the bigger organizations with UFC, the major goal. Um, yeah. Is that that's what you're looking at? Is there any other sort of organizations you're interested in? Not interested in anything other than the UFC. So I want to get another four or five fights under my belt. And uh, yeah, then we'll be you know knocking on uh, on the UFC's door. And what is it about that uh, the big leagues that sort of excites you, man? As far as it's international, flying around, dealing with a big show—is that the sort of thing you're looking for? Yeah, of course. You know, I love that. You know, I like to to travel, and uh, I find the um the bigger the spectacle, the the more the more I yeah more I like it, the more I tend to shine. I think yeah, the bigger the better. 
Yeah, that's it, man. And um, is there any fighters now, like uh, on the Aussie scene, that you you've had lined up yet, or anyone you're eyeing off to to have a fight with? Yeah, well, the the next one, maybe the winner out of yeah Martinez Joblin. Yep. Or uh, another guy I want to fight is yeah Josh Togo. You know, he's uh he's number one ranked on on topology. So yeah, he's he on paper he's the best guy in Oz. So I want to fight him. And man, um, Joblin Martinez is on this weekend. I'm I'm quite interested in that fight. You know, they're both nice guys, both very respectful guys. It'll be interesting sort of matchup of skills. Uh, who do you pick? I don't know. You know, I've I haven't seen I haven't seen too much footage on on Joblin, but I've, I've watched uh, Martinez, so it's uh it's hard for me to say without seeing without seeing any like footage of Joblin first. Yeah, man. One thing about about Kieran is he's uh. He's kind of been along the same paths as like Dan Hooker and um and Kaikara France. Like his early days, similar gyms, training together, won a heap of titles and stuff along the way, and kind of just had a few patches where he wasn't fighting a few a few things that kind of ruined his chances in uh like one one Warrior series, etc. But he's looking to he's looking to get up there. He's looking for the belt as well, man. All you guys have got the same dreams, right? So hungry yeah, lions chasing you, man. What was that last bit? Sorry. I said, "Hungry lions are chasing you." Ah, <laughs> oh, that's it. That's it. It's, uh, yeah, that's it. Ruthless sport. We're all, you know, we're all after each other's necks. <laughs> that's it, man. Also, I, I was uh, remembering you had a fight with Don Marfan, another guy who I've talked to before. He's a uh, that that fight you guys had was a pretty grueling affair, right? Yeah, it was uh, pretty much just wrestling and scrambles the whole fight. Yeah, so it was uh, it was yeah, pretty taxing. Yeah, for sure. Did that take you to yeah. a level you hadn't been before, bro? Like as far as you know, just exhaustion. I've been I've been that exhausted before, yeah. So um, yeah, I knew I knew I'd be able to keep pushing through, and you know, going back to my corner, I knew, yeah, I knew he was more tired than me because I was I was winning most of the most of the exchanges, and uh, putting in positions where he would have had to you know work work harder than me. So uh, even though I was you know I was getting tired, I knew he'd be more tired than me. And what keeps you going, man? Like when for the average person that that watches, um. You know, they might not understand how taxing that is, but that's like taking you to a really high level of exhaustion. What keeps you to keep being motivated to fight on? Oh, shit, well, you know, you don't move, you die pretty much, you know. That's a, yeah, move, you die. So, I don't know, just, you just, nothing else to do, you know. You stop, then you're, you're done. So, you just might keep moving forward. And what, what sort of, what training do you think helps that level to keep you, keep you pushing through that? Is it your strength and conditioning? Is it your normal sparring rounds? Is it your you know, extra wrestling you do or what? Yeah, definitely the sparring I find, yeah. It's the most, you know, it's the most applicable to the actual actual fight. So we do rounds upon rounds, you know, we're always getting getting tired in the gym, you know. And then, uh, yeah, you just got to, you know, keep pushing through, learning how to fight tired, learning how to maintain your energy. And, and yeah, that's uh, I find that's the, the best preparation. Do you guys do anything like uh, you see online a lot? The freestyle guys and the and the CKB guys doing like a spider, they call it, and this sort of thing, where it's kind of a mixture between sparring, pad work, other sort of movements, just to condition you. Do anything like that? Yeah, we do our own yeah our own version of the spider as well. Yeah, every every Wednesday morning we do that. Yeah, so it's uh you know I wake up every every Wednesday morning. You know, not not too keen to go to the gym. There you got to go anyway. <laughs> yeah, man, that's the thing. Actually, how do you motivate yourself? I ask. I ask a lot of guys this because you know you, to get to the, do what you do twice a day, six days a week. It's a very taxing thing to do. Like, what is it that motivates you to get up in the morning? What can people do to like kind of emulate it? 
You know, I'll, I'll wake up in the morning, you know, wanting to be the best. So got to, got to get out of bed, you know, got to, got to go to the gym. I don't do, I don't do anything else. So if I don't go to the gym, I'll, I'll get bored anyway. So <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> do you have to battle many demons on that Wednesday morning to get up or it's all right? You just do it. Oh, not, not really. Like I get up, I know it's going to suck, but you know, you just knock it down and yeah, just go do it. So. Hey, I noticed on your record that you'd uh, you fought in Singapore before uh, as an amateur. Have you fought anywhere else in the world, or it's always been Australia based? Yeah, always been Australia. Yeah, that was the um. Yeah, I went over for like the gam the first gamma tournament. Yeah, yeah, there. So that was yeah, it was a really good experience to get to travel, you know, overseas and fight. You know, it was the first time I actually went overseas as well in my life. So yeah, it was a yeah, it was a very very fun experience. But that, like I mentioned before, that must be a bit of a driving force uh, for you to be in the UFC, right? Go and uh, yeah. see the big lights of Vegas and wherever else they hold their shows yeah, yeah. and, uh, you know, see the big time. Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah, just, um, you know, I've always, you know, looked at that, seeing the fighters, um, you know, go over there and on this, you know, big stage, big spectacle. And, I, you know, I get I get envious, you know, that's what um, that's what drives me. I want to I want to do that and I want to be, um, you know, I want – you know, it's like what well, most fighters want. I want that that legacy. I want people to, you know, recognize, you know, my uh, my name. Yeah, that's it, man. And and I think as as Australians, if anyone that did watch it, because it was an early fight, uh, Stephen Ursig's win the other day was one of those ones to be envious of, right? Like great yeah, uh, performance, yeah. especially for his first time under the big lights. Um, really showed his skills against a decent opponent at a very high level, and yeah, and he's doing well. So yeah, can't wait to to see a few more Aussies doing the same. Yeah, yeah. I love it, man. I love seeing the, you know, the feather, the fellow Aussies go over and, uh, you know, and compete and and win. That's it, man. And uh, speaking of that, bro, we've got the big UFC two nine three coming. Uh, Eternals on Sydney at the same time. Any chance you'd be on that show, or or you don't know? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm hoping I can get on that. Yeah, I'm hoping I can get on that Eternal. You know, there'll be, a, you know, that's um. I was on the the last Perth Eternal the the day before the UFC, and that was um. Yeah, that was it was brilliant to be a part of. So I'm. Really hoping I can do that again. Big man. All right. So as I mentioned before, you want to do four fights before you try and hit the big time. Um, what's the timeline for that? Is that is that like mid twenty twenty four finish ready to go or? or... Yeah, I, I think around that time. So um, I'm twenty three now. So I know by the time I'm twenty five, I'll be I'll be real close, and I'll be I'll be knocking on that door. Yeah, nice, nice, man. Yeah. All right, well, uh, I think that's it from me, man. I uh, appreciate your time. Looking forward to see your success uh, holding the belt, man. I hope you can break that that lightweight eternal belt curse and keep it going. And, uh, yeah, we'll be watching. Thank you very much, Toby. Cool. All right, bro. Thanks. 